Hi there. I, I don't know if you saw Emma Radu, Raducano on Saturday. I, I watched the match. She, she was absolutely sensational in, in beating Leila Fernandez, who was a higher ranked player. It was a tough game. It was a straight sets win, but every point was fought for hard. You know, there was there was very little margin in it. And it was just that extra bit of margin that can, can mean the difference between winning and and losing. And in her case, it was the difference between a, a two and a half million dollar check and a one point two five million dollar check for the runner up. But, you know, I mean, it, it was sensational and she, she is uh, a sensational, already a superstar. And she became a millionaire on Saturday at just 18 when she was handed that check for, for two and a half million dollars by, by the sponsors after winning the US Open. I, I said in straight sets as a qualifier, you know, that the... the, the uh, only the second British women player to, to win a, a major. The last one was Virginia Wade in 1977 when she won Wimbledon and the only qualifier to get through to the final and then win a major. I mean, it's just, you know, she's already in the history books, this girl. She's, she's just got it all. And, you know, as I watched her collecting the check from the sponsors, she didn't, she didn't say anything. She's just like, you know, she didn't look too surprised. I suppose she knew how much the, the prize money was, but that you know the commentators and and the people in the sport are already predicting that she could become the richest uh, woman or maybe the richest person in British sport of all time, and they're they're saying that she's the most famous Brit uh, after the Queen. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I you know you look at people like David Beckham and and you know but anyway that that's just the so it's no pressure Emma no pressure it's just the whole ways of the world's on you now and that's where she needs to to kind of. Uh, balance things out now and that's where she needs her team to keep her feet on the ground but she's certainly got the whole package hasn't she she's not only a great player she play the way she plays the game is is just so exciting to watch but she's also got brains and she's just done her a-levels i mean she could easily go to university if she wanted to uh she's got the charisma the talent you know certainly she's got that that appeal hasn't she that advertising appeal that sponsors and advertisers want you know she's definitely got the whole package and I think that could propel her to the ranks of sporting superstardom like like the, 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 the likes of David Beckham and Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, if she continues to win out there uh, on, on the court. There was, there was a very famous Russian player that was, uh, she, she was, I can't remember her name now, um, but she, she was a very beautiful, tall Russian girl who made a lot of money from sponsorships. I remember her with sponsor, you know, with Rolex and that sort of thing. But then her performances started to wane on the court. In fact, she was earning more than some of the the the, the sporting stars who were doing better than her. And uh, I, I think then her, her performances on the court started to wane a bit, and maybe she got tied up too much in the celebrity part of things. Uh, so I, 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 then I don't, I don't know what happened to her after that. Uh, but. You know, I hope that that doesn't happen to, to Emma. I hope she keeps working on her game because that's what's got her where she was. Now, Emma was born in Toronto, Canada to a Romanian father and, and Chinese mother. Of course, I said this last week. They migrated to the UK for, for better opportunities. Um, and she's the first qualified to go through to this late stage. She had to play more games to get into the tournament because she wasn't a, a, a highly ranked player. I think it was only 150 in the rankings. Uh, and... She played someone called Leila Fernandez, who's also from a migrant background, or her parents are, uh, father Ecuadorian, mother Filipino-Canadian. And it, it's it's already been sort of touted that maybe these migrants are, are given that, that 
that, that work ethic, that harder work ethic, that you've got to work hard. And certainly migrants who come to this country in America do well, but sometimes their, their children do even better because they really push and drive their, their children to, to get a good education or to get a good job or, or to, to excel in business. Whatever it is, they seem to have that, that gene that, that propels them forward. You know, if you're a migrant, then you've already got something special about you because you've already taken a certain risk. Uh, to, I mean, in their case, in a parent's case, to, to move from Canada, which is a nice country, uh, uh, to, to the UK to seek better opportunities in, I think, in the world of finance. But, you know, that, that takes risk. And what about, you know, the thousands of nurses that leave their country uh, to go abroad, to leave their families behind, to build a better life? It shows they've got guts. They've got some drive in them. And it's the same with Brits who've gone to Australia and America and Hong Kong. They've all also done very well as well. So, you know, let's not take that away from them. But there's something about uh, migrants that, that succeed against all the odds and we, we know that they do very well in this country you know from whether it's from East Africa from India from you know Hong Kong China uh, Philippines wh whatever you you name it um, there's definitely something about them and I, I, you know I'm sure that she will inspire many many thousands of young people to get into sports whether it's tennis or other sports and that's that's great and she'll need to keep her feet on the ground uh, concentrate on her game as i said and you know she'll need good financial advice because this money is going to just come in like crazy I mean, imagine you're 18 and you, you're banking a check for two and a half million dollars uh it, it you know it's, it's mind-blowing almost you know uh, i'm not saying she's she's you know poor or anything but to have that sort of money in your bank account at, at 18 when she's just done her A-level she's just passed her A-level she hasn't really started what you might call a proper job yet she's won the US Open she's made history it, it must be a lot to take in for her so she's going to you know really need to keep it and you know too many young stars whether it's in in music or whatever uh, become in, instant millionaires but end up broke because you know the money comes in they go out and spend it on cars and and, and buying properties they can't really afford to maintain. And then if the income stops coming in, it all goes wrong. One of the biggest problems they have is they don't pay their tax. Uh, Will Smith said this, is that it's, it's easy to get money in fast, but then you've got to realize that roughly half that money is, is going to the tax man, or in America they call it Uncle Sam. That's going to the tax man. And if they spend that money, and then the money doesn't keep coming in, you know, the tax man the next year comes and where's our share? And you say, well, I've spent it. And, and then they can make you bankrupt, which which does happen to a lot of sports cars. I've written about it in the book, you know, the, the stars that, you know, made it and, and lost it all. Um, so uh, you, you've got to be very careful. And he, fortunately for Will Smith, his career went from, you know, music and TV into into movies. So his income kept going up. Uh, but had it had it stopped at one point, then it could have gone wrong. And, and you see this with um, pop groups. Uh, you know, they, they, they get an advance from the record company, spend it, then they don't pay their tax. They have a few hits and then they fizzle out and the record company drops them. You know, we've seen this with, with stars from, the you know, the X Factor, who, what, what are they doing now? Some of them are back to doing their old jobs. Some of them have gone broke. Some of them spent all the money. Lottery winners are another example. Many lottery winners blow all the money within a year and end up broke again. And that's down to their mindset. And, and and obviously their education as well. So she, she's got to keep her feet, you know, firmly on the ground and get advice before she goes out and starts spending the money. I think she's got a good family, and I think I think she will be okay. That, that's my own opinion, and she, she'll become a, a superstar if she just keeps working on on her on her game. So according to the 
you know, the, the, the book Secrets of the Millionaire Next Door, only a tiny, tiny percentage of millionaires uh, are, are sports stars and celebrities and music stars. So is, is sporting really the best route forward to, to, to become wealthy? Well, no, not really. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a route out of poverty for many people. They think, well, you know, I, I can't, I'm not academic, so I'm going to become a footballer or whatever it is. But, you know, there are tens of thousands of footballers who have not made it in football. Um, one, one of the guys I know in, in football uh, who, who was a, a good footballer, he was up there, not in the Premier League, but he was a couple of leagues below, but he was a good footballer, fit guy. And then he made it onto a group, uh, Ratsu, I think they were called Ratsu, uh, on, on the X Factor. They won the X Factor a couple of years ago, but I, I don't know what happened since then. Um, I, I don't know whether he, he's, you know, I don't see the group on TV anymore, so I, I don't know what happened. But, you know, there, there, and he said there are many, many players like him that, you know, are not quite good enough to get into that Premier League. Some don't get the breaks they need or whatever it is. And, and tennis is like, you know, the rankings go on to many, many hundreds of tennis players who, who go around the world, perhaps not winning a tournament, never winning a major, um, barely scraping by. Uh, so, you know, on, on percentages to get into, say, acting uh, or or tennis or music it the, the the odds are against you as opposed to do it taking other forms of career in order to, to to be wealth and in that book millionaire next door it said that the vast majority of millionaires are, are not in sport or or celebrity they are in fact running their own businesses sometimes mundane businesses dry cleaners um you know small businesses building firms that sort of thing nothing uh, too fancy they just build up wealth over time uh, by by managing their money, and and the first step to building wealth for for any of you and turning your finances around quickly is financial education. Always has been and and always will be. Because if you've got the financial education, then no matter how much you earn, you'll you'll keep more of it rather than letting it slip through your fingers like sand. Okay, so millionaires and millionaire habits have have been studied and documented at academic levels in Harvard studies, longitudinal studies and in best-selling books like The Science of Getting Rich, Think and Grow Rich, and my own book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, of course. Uh, and, you know, the, some of these books were written over a century ago in, in terms of The Science of Getting Rich. And, uh, you know, so it's, it, there's nothing new about this. You know, there's, although you can have a new twist on things and things have changed and technology has changed, uh, we, we know what these secrets are, we know what these habits are, because success leaves tracks but sometimes it takes more than just reading a book uh to, to, to inspire you to, to do these things you can read a book and say yeah that's a great thing that's that's a good idea and then put it down and do nothing about it so so i've i've put together a special training for you. it's a free training you can look at right now you can click on the link and that yeah th this could immediately transform your finances i'm going to give you a special gift to help you transform your finances as well and I, I can give you ideas to, to turn your finances around and get you on the step towards financial freedom within 28 days. So have a look at the free training below. And uh, once again, great, great. To see. Yeah, Emma, that was so inspiring on Saturday. Emma, it lifted the whole country. And best of luck to you. Uh, good luck. And so, so look at my free training. And Emma, if you're, if you're watching this now, you can look at my free training as well so that you can keep more of the money you earn. Thanks a lot. And bye for now. Have a great day.